Hello and welcome back everyone. This is Rodney Waits with Impact is Greater Than Influence, where impact is always the focus. And we have an amazing guest today. Kala is a father, he's a sports nutritionist, and he's now becoming a friend. And he's here to bless the show with us today. Welcome, Kala. Hey man, really appreciate being on here. Thank you. Absolutely, man. So we kind of wrapped before the show and I'm really excited to be able to kind of go over a lot of different things, but a lot of the concern, if you will, for the people that listen to this podcast is mental health struggles, is burnout, is things that can kind of take us over if we allow them to. And, you know, you're a very headstrong man who's very capable of everything that he's been able to do and is continuing to do. And I, I don't think there could be a better voice to kind of give us insight on something that they could use. Where do you think those struggles start with most people? That is an easy answer it starts from childhood it starts mm. from generational trauma um i think today we're living in a traumatic world where most people are being reactionary most people are on autopilot most people are convinced that they need to feel sad and suffering or they need to feel unworthy if they're struggling and see challenges as hurdles rather than opportunities of growth rather than seeing that strength is on the other side, but that doesn't happen because, you know, in our age group, I don't know how old you are, but let's say the millennial era, they, they were raised by a traditional upbringing, authoritarian style parenting of more obeying and not being encouraged to be free. And I know that's probably gonna upset some parents hearing that, but that's where I personally think it does stem from. I think it does too, man. And that's okay. You know, sometimes there's what I like to call in this show harsh truths, but we're never meaning to be derogatory. We're never meaning to be judgmental. And just, you know, obviously it's something that is what some people need to hear. Um, you know, you mentioned childhood and, and, and trauma and all that. And that's a big thing that I've hit on a large portion of this show. Do you have any way to kind of relate to how that might be something that you can not only guess to be true, but also experience yourself maybe? Yeah, sure. So I am a sports nutritionist. I've been online coaching for just over three years now, but very early in my coaching journey, did I recognize that a lot of the unhealthy habits that people have, a lot of maybe no nutrient knowledge, emotional eating behaviors, these are all ways of coping with stress that kind of was taught through childhood trauma and when you really get deep into it you really recognize that what's happening when people are trying to uh, use food as a coping mechanism or like i said a stress response with food it's yeah. the same that people use for alcohol addiction porn addiction any sort of vice that's trying to solve the real problem so it's not necessarily the food that's the problem, it's not the booze, not even the porn. They're trying to solve the real problem with the porn, with the food, with the booze. And that's because they were never taught how to emotionally regulate. They were never taught to be encouraged, to be free and be authentic. Um, we are always told to just do what you're told because I said so. Stop talking, you're, you know, sit straight, uh, use a fork, whatever it is, instead of being enlightened and inspired and and, and keeping that joy that you see kids have, and then it just kind of dissipates as they age. Yeah, I can, I can 
personally speak to that. And as soon as you started saying those, it just came up, you know, keep your elbows off the table and don't tell them that that's going on. I mean, a lot of that stuff is something that we probably weren't supposed to be affected by, but you know, they too were traumatized and, and they meaning like parents, you know, I saw that uh, you were doing something specifically for fatherhood with your coaching program at one point. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when I first saw, you know, what the real issues were behind a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people behind their unhealthy eating habits and unhealthy lifestyle. And I figured since this is all starting with childhood, you know, I'm, an, I'm a new father myself. We have a five-year-old boy and, and one-year-old boy. And um, of course, I want to kind of break that cycle. I've read a lot about peaceful parenting, gentle parenting, whatever label you want to put on it but really what it is is being the light um and raising the standard of love in the home mm. and um so i i've connected with other men who are on the mission of peaceful parenting who are talking about you know being a strong father really is having that emotional fortitude yeah and ask them to be on our team. We we had a, uh, a coaching program called Strong Confident Families, where I was the nutrition coach. We had a fatherhood coach. We had a marriage coach. We had a finance coach, so that you had the tools and the team to create a legendary family. And to me, that's what life is all about: is creating this beautiful opportunity that we have. And parents need to kind of recognize that opportunity and embrace it. Cal, I hope that that is your thing, because when you said creating a legendary family, I got chills. Yeah, man, it is impactful. <laughs> like you saw, I saw that. Okay, I love but, it. No, but it's, it's to me like this is the real stuff to be focusing on. You know, a little earlier before we started here, we are constantly distracted by the media. You go online, you see a bunch of complainers, blamers, shamers even what's on your TV, uh, it's all to distract you and sway you from the real important things. And the real important things is right in front of you in your home. Mm -hmm. Whether you have kids or not, whoever you share that home with in your circle, your friends, you have the opportunity to create whatever it is that you would love to see in the world. And until you recognize that you have that power, it just won't happen. It's so true, man. I love that. I used to say like, you know, on bios and stuff with social media, be the change you want to see in the world. And we all know where that comes from. And you're right. You're, you're speaking to me in the best way. How do you um, see everything that you do with sports nutrition and just being a nutrition specialist in general? How do you see that tying in with people's ability to have better mental health? So let me be honest. So I actually shared this with a client the other day. I am not by any means 100% dialed in with my nutrition. I don't adhere to my fitness program perfectly. I make poor unhealthy choices. And that's because perfection doesn't exist. That's right. And I think a lot of people aim for perfection when what they should be aiming for is consistency. And as long as we are consistent, as long as we keep showing up, it doesn't have to be flawless. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be your best day. But as long as it's better as long as you are acting with intent then you're winning something that i heard a previous employer of mine share this with me it's always stuck with me he's like 90 percent of life is just showing up mm. and I, I really do believe that and that goes deep with you know nutrition it goes deep with uh family and fatherhood for me 
yeah. as long as we show up, we don't have to be our best, but just being there sometimes is enough. And I think when people don't get that perfection, when they don't reach, you know, that expectation of, I need to be here. I, you know, I have all this knowledge, so I have to be here, especially today with all the resources that we have. Yeah. They feel the shame, they feel the guilt and they, they feel overwhelmed and, and they quit. But that is the only way that you fail is by quitting. As long as you commit and you see the lesson in failure, which is actually sometimes the greatest blessing, then as long, you can just keep going. And, and that's, that's really what, what, what defines success. Never quit, be consistent, not flawless. I love how simple and profound that is. Like it doesn't matter what book you read. It doesn't matter what motivational video you watch. That's always the overarching message. Yeah. Thank you for that. Tell me this, and this is something I'm curious about as well. So I hope everyone gets to enjoy this. Is there one thing that you feel like people can start with that can help them improve on their energy and confidence? So something that I actually should be doing more myself, what I think a lot of people are already doing, but just in the wrong way is practicing affirmations. Now, some people will say, well, affirmations don't work. And that's exactly why they don't because they have already affirmed that they don't, but hear me out those that need to be practicing affirmations the most are being guided by their self-sabotaging thoughts, are being guided by what they've been conditioned to, what they think success looks like. And that's just not true. If you are creating more thoughts intentionally, more positive thoughts, more hopeful thoughts for yourself and substituting negative self-sabotaging thoughts, eventually you will start to identify as those things that you're affirming to yourself. So affirmations does not mean that you need to write them down. It does not mean that you need to look in the mirror and say them something that, you know, simple that my son and I did doesn't really like to do it anymore. But we did for the longest time was the you're so lucky game. And we'd wake up every morning and count our blessings. And we do it by we're so lucky, starting with mom, we're so lucky to have mom. We're so lucky to have this house. We're so lucky to have your toys, our cats, our fridge. You start your day by seeing the blessings in front of you. It's very hard to see the challenges, the negativity, the toxic world that we're living in. So I would say it starts there. It starts with how you see things, the perception, what you think of yourself, what you think of the world, thoughts. That's so powerful. I uh, immediately got shot back to since, of course, I've done a lot of you know personal development and I've looked up so many different things to try to improve the quality of my life. And, you know, at the lowest point of my life, I know it's probably going to be a cliche to most, especially some you know, like yourself who are most likely aware of who he is. I listen to Tony Robbins a lot. And, you know, I know that a lot of those practices are a little bit over the top for people. And I know that a lot of where the intention started are perhaps different to some people now. But there's one thing that he said, and I think that you could probably concur with this as well, but it's impossible to be grateful and angry at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. No, for sure. That's something that uh, I've even practiced with my wife. Um, you know how hard it is to, you know, be in a yelling match or in a heated argument when you're holding hands or, wow. <laughs> or decide not to have that heated discussion in time of emotional severity. I totally see that. And I agree. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Uh, just about three episodes ago, maybe even two, 
I had this great author and wealth expert named Martin Matthews. Him and his wife wrote a book called Let's Fight About Money. Because, you know, we both know that oftentimes that's a lot of the reason that some couples have differentials and have, you know, different opinions in general. And everything that we talked about on there, he was just so calm with the way that he had expressed that just like you, by the way, which is a huge form of leadership for everyone that's listening. Just like you said that I don't always practice it myself, but I need to more. That shows that you're sold by it. That shows that you're convicted of it. And you know, when you share it with others, it's going to be intentional and helpful. He said the same thing. He's like, me and my wife still have arguments. However, and then he went into the advice. Yeah, man, absolutely. Like there's, there's going to be struggles regardless of the goal, regardless of the mission. And anyone that tells you that there isn't, I wouldn't trust them. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take them seriously. I'd rather hear someone talk about hard things that they fight for, talk about the setbacks, talk about how they overcame them yeah. because they're coming. It's going to happen. Whether it be parenthood, familyhood, marriage, your, your diet adherence, especially when the world is bombarding you to not be intentional, to, to be on autopilot, be prone to sickness, be high anxiety, whatever it is. So yeah, I, I, I get inspired by hearing people hardships and not not because like you know i like to hear how they suffered but how they overcame it and know that i'm not alone that's it i say that on almost every single one of the beginning episodes of this entire journey and it was you are not alone and it's about we not me and you know it's so powerful especially being men like i pride you know myself in obviously a lot of different ways but it's really cool that you and i can just be vulnerable to the point where we're like hey Yes, we want to be battle ready when the time comes. Yes, we want to be men that are proud of having some type of characteristics to be protectors. But at the end of the day, we're going to be open and say, we're not always the best at something. We're not always the smartest person in the room. And I think that's what keeps us growing. 100%. Well, help me shift the focus here for those that are listening, because, you know, you said a lot of things that I resonate with and have touched on with a couple different episodes. But the distractions, right? The 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 misconceived information, the the vast, you know, evidence that things are planned for us and that, you know, we have to be really diligent when we're sifting through all the information. Give us some tips, and this is probably something you're asked often, but just some tips for people that are seeing all this information. Go out and make sure that you're only eating grass-fed beefs or hey, no, you need to be a vegan because that's what was made from the earth. But oh, wait, it has pesticides and from it. You know, there's so many things. How do they sift through that and see what's going to be valuable to them? It starts from within, right? If you don't know who it is that you are, you don't know what you should be or should not be attracting. So I would dedicate maybe some time and this time write it down and define what your values and principles are in all aspects of your life. A child, a parent, an employer or employee, a spouse, partner, whatever it is, friend. And when you have those principles defined and you can commit to them, you do not need to be guided by the distractions. You do not need to be guided by emotions or what you've been conditioned to. You need some sort of plan 
and again, not be flawless in, but at least you have a plan of does this align with my values and principles? Does this align with me? And if it doesn't, unapologetically reject it. That is one thing that when I talk about long-term sustainable change, we need to reject mainstream food culture because mainstream food culture is prone to sickness, depressed and angst, and the list goes on again. Um, so define who it is that you are. Next, I would say that if you can't do so in your local environment, where you could start is your online environment. The best tools in my social media networks are unfollow, mute, and block. <laughs> I love that. Because it starts on what I see on my timeline. Everyone will say social media is toxic, but you control what you see on social media. Nailed it. So if you don't like what's on your timeline, rid it, block it, mute it. And that doesn't mean you need to block your friends, but you can mute them. <laughs> they don't need to know. It's honestly, this is, this is the world that you can customize, the, what you can choose to see. And, you know, what I see on my timeline are wins, people talking about growth. There's no complainers. There's no shaming. There's anyone that wants to be focusing on the mission, inspiring and healing. That's what I want to see in my timeline. And it's not for everybody, but that's what has helped me be guided on defining who I am and what the mission is. Great advice. And thank you, by the way, for keeping me on your timeline. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I just, I, I completely agree with so many people are just, you know, um, confused when it comes to all the things they think they can't control. And, you know, there's so much that the world will make you think you can't control. And at the same time, you know, there are things that you may think you can and you can't. So it's going to be obviously dependent on each person. But that's one thing you can. I mean, there's algorithms that are built within these social media spaces that are usually to serve you. And if you're the one reacting to all the things that are harmful and all the things that are just bad energy then you know you're really to blame so what about you man i want to know a little bit about you i know this is your show but you keep really? asking everyone about about them what's something that you're currently fighting for i love it thank you man that 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 was a very good change of pace i'm fighting <laughs> to keep consistent with something that's going to give me a quality of life that is specific for me but gives me enough energy to where i can still serve others I have had a hard path with wanting to be too serving. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, just like you, literally. I have poured myself into the wrong things. I have done the wrong things. I have a past. I particularly don't do the best things all the time. But, you know, I'm really working to just be a better man and inspire other men and women that need to know their voice is valued. When I first started this podcast, it was called Making an Impact where every voice matters. And the reason I started it is because I realized that when somebody gets interviewed, usually it's because they've achieved some type of accomplishment or maybe the people are wanting to, you know, network into their sphere of influence, which is notoriety and, you know, all this excess stuff that really doesn't matter, you know? And I thought real people every day that I meet have a real voice. 
And that's why, you know, in the very beginning of the radio show and everything that I did, because, you know, that's what the podcast was, is the radio show, you know, recorded. It was just me just inviting people that made an impact on me and I saw could have a great way to help affect others. And that's what I was comparing the impact is greater than influence brand to is, you know, what's my one way that I can solidify all the things that I want to do in all these different directions to be my main contribution to the world. And it was by being the voice for others who weren't ready. So my goal, Kala, is to be able to impact the lives of a million people that need to see that they don't have to be subject to all the misinformation, the misconception, and they can create a life of abundance and love and leadership. And they can let their guard down, like men especially. You know, I've seen that a lot of different people men specifically in my life as well, they just, they have to feel like they have to be macho and prideful and full of all these things that are effectively making them experience this life that doesn't have to be that way. And my goal is to go out there and be the guy that's so vulnerable and tells all about his past, all about his present and being okay with what futures decided for him by just being authentic and trying to give while not hurting himself. 100%, bro, I love that. I love that you're talking about authenticity. Thank that you. is what's lost in this world. And yeah. I do think it is a core value that all men and, and mothers too, everyone should have and should show and reveal. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that, that goes with me with, with fatherhood. I always kind of bring it back there is when I make mistakes with my parenting, man, I'm going to be remorseful with my kids. I'm going to tell them that it was hard. I'm going to tell them that I felt angry or I felt upset. I felt disappointed. But that's that's my feeling, and I should have expressed that better. Yeah. And I think that's the missing puzzle of all of it is is, is showing empathy. Yeah. Uh, no longer do I look at someone and go, oh, man, what's wrong with them? I, I I now, because of being on this mission and journey, I just think, what happened to them? Yeah. And so that's that I love that. I love that you're being the voice for those who aren't ready and at the same time being that impact. So I think that's that's awesome, dude. Thank you. No, thank you, man. That was cool how you asked me. It's not like other people haven't been interested. It's just that really gives me that conviction and sure thing feeling that I a hundred percent will support anything that you're doing and want other people that are aspiring to create anything near where you and I are headed to be able to know that we can be the running mates. We're not going to be looking down at them. We're going to be able to see the potential in them before they can potentially see it in their self. You're, you're an impact leader. I, I always say it's influencers versus impact leader. And you know, that segues into the perfect part of the show. And I ask this and I try to do it every, every show that I have, but with the brand that I've been able to create, that has been just my just God-given realization that helps me with honing in on the things that I've tried, the things that I want to get better at, and the things that I value. I always boil down to that impact is greater than influence statement. Looking at everything that we've been able to talk about and seeing the brand and just watching this journey, what does that mean to you? Impact is greater than influence. Action speaks louder than words. When my late grandfather died, he left a stack of coasters that we found months later where he wrote messages on. And one of them said, uh, to know something and to do something are oceans apart. And man, it's so true. 
Like mm-hmm. I said, we have so much knowledge today with the endless resources and books and whatever your mission is, there's thousands of ways to learn what you need to know. But nothing will be solved unless you do what it is that you're supposed to do. And that is not easy. And that's what separates impact over influence. Uh, it's easy to be influenced, but if you want to be impactful, you got to act on it. That's it. I love that. See, the the best part that only a few have probably been able to see with listening to the show and just speaking with me in general, everyone has their own way to relate to it. It can mean something different for every single person. And what if I could live in a world where I was blessed to be able to have the opportunity to ask that question to a million different people and they were able to find their own contribution to the world and their own mission and purpose. Yeah, man, that's hundred percent. I love the mission. Thank you, brother. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm so happy to see where it goes. Well, you know, lastly, I I want this to be something that even though you gave so much to me, I want to give back to you, even if it's one person or a hundred. Tell us how we can support you, where they can go to support all of your efforts and just, you know, how they can get best involved with Cala. Sure. I'm on two platforms. You can check out Facebook group. My Facebook group is Greater Forever. So just type in Greater Forever and it should pop up. You can follow me on Twitter at Greater Forever. If you're not on any of those social platforms, you can check out www.greaterforever.net. Perfect. So good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a part of Greater Forever for everyone listening to this. And Cala has all kinds of awesome, impactful things he posts. And, you know, you, you've just given me so much on this podcast. I am definitely going to be actively more involved because I know how hard it can be to cultivate opportunity. And in a community where some people can look at it, where it's like, you know, maybe one day it won't be there. Or, you know, I have so many other things I'm a part of. I really can resonate with your mission and I'm happy to be a part of it with you. Thank you so much, brother. For sure, man. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been an amazing interview with Cala. Be sure to just like and subscribe and give any kind of follow you can to the show. You know, we're building this for obviously the reasons that we can come up with that can serve others, but hopefully for the reasons that you want to be able to be serving with as well. If you guys want to check out my top 100, we are at close to 58 people, I think. And we can go and make it just to 100 because that's going to be a specific group dedicated to the first 100 people to contribute to that online store. And you can find that at impactstartshere.com. If you want to follow me, then just go to at I am Rodney Waits on all platforms. This has been another awesome interview. Thank you, Calla. We appreciate your time. And I look forward to serving everyone with this episode, man. Let's go. See you guys.